If you have a dream, don't let anybody take it away. A quote by Selena Quintanilla. Hey y'all, welcome back to another episode with your host Barb and Shay. How are you doing Barb? I am doing super well. I can't complain. It's been a pretty good week so far and I'm excited for Easter this weekend. I'm going to hang out with family, eat some good food, play a lot of games and probably catch some sun. So that's so much fun. How are you? I'm doing good. I spent the weekend with my niece and only thing is I had an allergic reaction to something got to figure out what it is because it's annoying but yeah other than that it's been pretty good I, I got some sun this weekend speaking of sun um washing some cars and next weekend is mine and my sisters um uh, we're celebrating all of our birthdays in one I'm gonna have some crawfish and celebrate Easter also but yeah so before we get into today's episode let's talk about the voters episode Don't forget to vote. We are currently at a tie between two of the choices. So please go and vote and hopefully we break the tie. The opinions, the options this month. Sorry, I cannot believe I just said opinions. It's the Benadryl guys. I'm sorry. (laughs) I'm on lots of Benadryl right now. Uh, But yeah, so the options this month are really good ones. Last day to vote is April 20th. So make sure you go vote, vote, vote. That's all on like the voters episode and there is pretty much no more business. Barb and I have have some things going on behind the scenes, but we don't want to announce them just yet. But yeah, so I want to jump into today's episode because, well, I just can't wait to tell you guys about it. And this episode is about an amazing woman named Selena Quintanilla, as you could probably tell from the quote. Uh, and I know we all have heard about Selena, but hey, her story must live on. And I want to cover it because this week in just five days on Saturday, April 16th, will be Selena's birthday. She would have been 52 years old this Saturday if her life wasn't cut short. But before I tell you all about her murder, I want to tell you guys about Selena herself. I want to talk about her accomplishments in the 23 years that she was alive. I got my information from biography.com, esquire.com, and Wikipedia. Um, And I just want to say real quick that this is going to be like a quick rundown of of her life and what happened. Um, Of course, feel free to go look at at all the links and stuff. But yeah, I didn't want to, if we wrote about her whole life, this would be going on forever and ever. But yeah, so let's get started. Selena was born in Lake Jackson, Texas in 1971. Her family was very music oriented and at a young age, her parents found out that Selena had a real talent, which was singing. Selena's father, Abraham, was a musician and was the producer and manager of his family's group called Selena y Los Dinos. So with her father already being part of a music group, it gave her a chance to jump right into her music career at a young age. It wasn't easy though, because Selena's main language was English and her father told her that she had to learn all of the songs in Spanish. So she did. She would practice over and over again to get it down perfectly. I mean, that's like, that's dedication just, just so that we, you can sing in your father's group 
you learn a whole new language. But eventually she did this so much that she ended up being able to speak fluent Spanish. So from all the practicing and everything, she eventually was able to speak English and Spanish and understand them both. She would join the family, the family group at the age of 10 and would start right at the front of the group. Selena was the lead singer of their family group at 10 years old. That's insane. Um, but yeah, I think it's amazing that she could sing so well that her father was happy to put her in the front at just 10. Like, to me, I feel like when I was 10, I didn't have anything talent. I was outside playing. There was no, like, here, be in the front of this group and sing in front of all these people. Um, but yeah, they started off small by playing at different types of celebrations from weddings to clubs to like outdoor celebrations, whatever it may be, they were playing it. Then they started to get bigger and bigger. And throughout the years, Selena started finding her own style with clothing that she designed herself just to add there. And she, she kind of got into her own voice and started making her own moves and was just just really growing into her career. She was commonly referred to as the Queen of Tejano or as the Mexican Madonna. Finally, all of the hard work paid off and Selena and the group released their first album called Ven Camigo in 1990, which was the first Tejano record to sell more than 500,000 copies of their album and reach gold record status. She, was, she would also release two more albums after her death that would, no, before her death, sorry, before her death that would all make history for Tejano music. Selena would even be the first Tejano artist to take home a Grammy for Best Mexican-American Album. Her last album that she was working on was going to be her first English language album, and her last official album was released in 1994 before she passed or before she was murdered but yeah so that was just like a quick rundown of selena and all the amazing things that she accomplished in life that's just some of many selena was a truly amazing person and what we're about to talk about next should anger you to your core this murderer that we're about to talk about is the perfect example of a self-centered person who is only looking out for themselves so let's get into what happened to Selena in her last year of life. Real quick, though. Barb, have you heard of this story? Like, Yes, I have. You, sorry, go ahead. Oh, yes. I've heard of this story. I love her music. Um, I sang it in middle school in the choir. And um, not only that, but I've seen the movie. I don't know how many times. I love that movie. I cry every time I watch the Selena movie. And her story, I mean, her music will live on forever. And that's something that not a lot of people um, get to say whenever they pass. But mm -hmm. she was truly a like a remarkable artist, not just in the Mexican culture, but in American like culture. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it saddens me to know that where she could have gone since she was such a legend at such a young age where her life could have taken her if she was still alive today yeah I totally agree yeah I just I forgot to ask you at the beginning like just for your kind of brief experience with her but yeah 
yeah i agree selena was a, a great person but yeah let's let's go ahead and like i said this this story should anger you guys to your core and i'm sure a lot of you have already heard about it but like i was sharing above selena was succeeding in her career she was accomplishing big things and would have done so much more but along with her music career selena also had a clothing line and it wasn't just a clothing line it was an entire chain of boutiques called selena etc or etc however you pronounce it um this is where people could go and get their hair styled it was like a whole salon basically and you could get all dressed up and dolled up and everything and you could even shop her clothing and jewelry line all at the same time she had two of these boutiques opened in texas one was in corpus christi and the other was in san antonio she had plans to expand to even more cities in the near future but with selena's music career she couldn't take care of both so she appointed someone she felt she could trust to do right by her the person that she that was chosen to do was Yolanda Saldivar, who was also the president of her fan club. See, Yolanda was not always a fan of Selena. She only found out about Selena after she went to one of her concerts. And then at that concert, she kind of grew an obsession towards Selena. And I just want to say that that's kind of how I became a fan of one of my favorite groups, 21 Pilots, is seeing them in concert. But she grew like a straight obsession with her. Like she had to make sure that she was in her life. And somehow she got Abraham's number, which was Selena's father, and called him over and over and over and over again. And she wanted to start a Selena fan club in the San Antonio area. Like she literally would not leave him alone until they finally said yes. And all of her phone calls would pay off eventually for her because they finally gave in and she would be given the okay to start the fan club and she would be the president of this fan club. Yolanda was dedicated to making this club fan club amazing for herself. By 1993, there were over 1,500 members and that would grow even larger and reach over 5,000 members, making this one of the largest fan groups in San Antonio. And if you're not familiar with fan groups, um, usually you pay for like a subscription to join and get like special things like signed t-shirts or signed albums or get to hear the first part of songs and so on and so forth. So you had to pay a subscription to join this fan club. And think about it, 5,000 people paid to join this fan club. That is That shows you what kind of connection that selena made to her fans but anyways continuing she would finally force her way into selena's life and gain selena's trust doing this is how she was able to get moved up as the manager of selena etc boutiques well yolanda was hiding a huge secret that would eventually be revealed by the family very soon um, in 1995, the family figured out that Little Miss Yolanda was stealing money from the fan club and the boutiques. They would end up firing Yolanda the first week of March in 1995. They didn't press any charges or anything. So really, they were doing right by her. They were like, okay, as long as you just leave, 
quietly, we're not going to report you to the police because they could have easily gotten her arrested right then and there for stealing money and embezzling it. But they just felt that they would cut their loss and deal with what they had to deal with. And that's that. No police, no nothing. Just get rid of her. So they thought that this was going to be fine. No issues, no problem. But Yolanda was not giving up. She wanted Selena to believe it was all a misunderstanding. So the two talked and felt that they should meet and get everything straightened out. And this is, we're kind of going to start getting into the day of that everything happened. It was March 31st when they finally agreed to meet at the Days Inn Motel in Corpus Christi. Selena was not feeding into the lies and told Yolanda that she wanted to meet and get all the financial paperwork that Yolanda was refusing to return. So Selena drove over to the motel and Yolanda was there just kind of waiting for her. When when Selena asked for the paperwork when she first got there, Yolanda said, well, you know, I'm kind of dealing with something right now. Can you help me with that first? And then we can deal with that, like with all the paperwork or whatever. So Yolanda had, I don't know if this was true or if it was a lie. It was never really said because it didn't necessarily matter. But she kind of told Selena that she went to Mexico and was raped by somebody there and wanted to go to the hospital and report the rape. Well, Selena said, okay, I will take you to the hospital. Even after everything that Yolanda did to her, she was like, I will support you. I will drive you there and let's get this taken care of. When they got there, this was kind of odd to me, but when they got there, they were told that they couldn't get anything done since the assault happened in another country, which to me is a little weird, but, you know, it was 1995, maybe it was a little different, but yeah, they were told nothing could be done, so the two left, and when they got back, Selena was like, okay, so I took you there. The deal we made was that when we got back, I'd get my documents. And she was like, okay, hand them over now. I'm, I'm ready to take them. Cool. And let's just go about our day. Well, Yolanda has had different plans. At that moment is when Yolanda pulled out a 38 caliber revolver from her purse. And, oops, sorry guys. And with the gun pointing at her face, Selena tried to run. And Yolanda was like, Mm, nope. And she fired her, fired a shot into Selena's back. But Selena did not give up then. She kept running and ran all the way into the lobby trying to get help. Yolanda would follow her to the lobby and call her names. When Selena got back to the lobby, she would collapse. And right before she lost consciousness, she would tell, basically she would say Yolanda's name as her last words. The desk clerk would call 911 right then, and when the police arrived, they found Yolanda in her truck with the gun pointed to her head. She would say something like, quote, I can't believe I killed my best friend, end quote, which to me is so messed up. How are you going to sit there and say, I killed my best friend, but whenever she was running away from you, you decided to pull the trigger, and then you followed her calling her names, and but now you're going to say, I can't believe I killed my best friend. You're full of crap. Full of crap. Full of crap. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that whole um, like situation where 
she said I got raped in Mexico and everything. I felt like that was a guilt trip trying to get Selena to feel sorry for her and be like, mm-hmm. okay, well, let's just work it out. You know, like, I'm so sorry that happened to you. And then when it didn't go the way that she thought it was going to go, it made her mad, like even more mad than what she was already mad about. Mm-hmm. And maybe something just like clicked in her mind and those emotions like overcame her. And that's when she fired the shot at Selena and was calling her names. And then maybe that time in the, in the, vehicle thinking about what she just done like she was like oh my god i can't believe i just did that i mean obviously it could have been planned or it couldn't have been planned i don't think i know the answer to that or maybe there is one i just don't know the answer but i do feel like in some certain circumstances that it's the heat of the moment it's like a yeah like you're you're so mad that you just pull the trigger you know yeah it's like the like we've talked about before like the blackout scenario like yeah kind of blackout but it's still just like dude there's yep. different ways to solve this issue yep. but you know some people are not able to to do that in the right way but yeah let's continue uh she would sit in her truck like like this with the gun to her head like just kind of talking and crying and pleading and all this stuff but she would sit there for 10 hours before she finally got out and was arrested while all this was happening selena was taken to the hospital where they found that the bullet that she was shot with severed her subclavian artery and she was she was pronounced brain dead and by the time she got to the like she was already brain dead by the time she got to the hospital And after hours of trying to revive her, she was pronounced dead by doctors at the Memorial Medical Center. I'm not going to really waste any more time talking about Yolanda, except for she was convicted of first-degree murder and was given life in prison. This disgusting person spends 23 hours of her day in her isolated jail cell because she has to be away from anyone in the prison who who were Selena fans. Because if they didn't, she would have already been dead. Like, there's no way that that she could be out in the public of the prison. Oh, so, yeah. 100%. Yeah, because yeah, could you imagine, like, no. all the Selena fans in there and how, how pure Selena was? I mean, not. I guess I could, shouldn't say that we're pure because we don't know. But how Selena connected with her fans was in a deep way. And I could just imagine if she was out in the public of the jail like no she was yeah she if she wasn't already gonna be dead by today i'd be super surprised but and if not she'd be severely like banged up Mm there's still people who aren't even in prison and live a a normal life that would probably hurt her because of how much they love selena Mm -hmm. yeah so she gets to live the rest of her life in a small jail cell and by herself no kind of contact with anybody which is what she deserves which i agree with over the death penalty because she gets to sit there and think about her pulling that trigger every single day of her life Mm -hmm. and she is up for parole in march 2025 but if she's smart she would stay isolated and i also highly doubt that they would release her but um that's just when her parole is up but enough about that dumpster fire. Let's talk more about Selena because that's who we care about. <laughs> but at the public viewing of Selena's 
casket, more than 50,000, 50,000 people showed up and set white roses on her casket. That's the kind of people that she reached. Then on April 12th, 1995, Governor George W. Bush declared April 16th as Selena Day in the state of Texas. After her death, one of the albums she was planning on releasing, like, I think she was going to release it that year. I'm not 100% sure, but it was released in her honor. This album was called Dreaming of You, and the album hit number one in the Billboard Top 200 that same year. This was the first Spanish language album at number one. So in this, Selena was still making dreams come true. And to this day, Selena's name still lives on by millions of her fans, including myself and including Barb as well. I found a quote from her brother that said, quote, when Selena passed away, I told my family that I was going to try to keep her memory alive through her music. And this was said in like March 2022 by the, I think it was uh, Abraham Jr., And he also said, quote, 25 years later, I think we as a family accomplished that, end quote. And that was stated in the Esquire article. That's where I found that from. And I totally agree that they kept her name alive and she would live on through millions of her supporters. I don't think her name will ever die, ever. Her music will always be around forever. Mm -hmm. But yeah, that's pretty much it, Barb. What did you think? Um, I enjoyed hearing her story again, especially with her birthday coming up and then her passing that that anniversary just passed. So it's still a tough one for me and I'll probably watch the movie again on her birthday and I cry, like I said, every single time because it's just so sad how a girl literally our age had all of these aspirations and life and future in front of her and it was making a difference and you know, music not just touching the adults, but children and being an inspiration to little girls in the Mexican culture that dreams can come true. I mean, look at me. And so, yeah, I enjoyed it. Thank you for showing or showing, not showing, but sharing (laughs) it with me and our listeners. I loved it. Thanks. Yeah, I, I know many, many people have heard her story, but I felt it was important to tell it since her birthday is coming up. Um, just to remind everyone that the 16th is Selena Day, so make sure you jam out to some of her music and dance like nobody's business. But yeah, I know this didn't cover everything, but like I said before, please feel free to read through these articles that are in the notes of the episode because you can never get enough information about Selena. And thank you all for joining Barb and I on today's case. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Please let us know what you think by emailing us at tcwtm2021 at gmail.com or feel free to message us on Instagram at Texas Chicks Who Talk Murder with No Spaces, on Twitter at Texas Chicks Who with the number one, and on Facebook at Texas Chicks Who Talk Murder. We are also asking that you guys take a minute of your time and give us a review on whichever platform you are using. This will help us reach a larger audience. Also, please make sure you share these stories to your friends and family and keep your, oh, sorry, I continued talking and I shouldn't have, (laughs) but yeah, um, please share these stories to your friends and family, especially Selena, so we can keep her name alive. We always want to talk about Selena. So please, most of all, stay out of dark places and watch your back 
because you never know who's lurking. Bye. Bye.